let's talk about some news shall we welcome to the thought beast show podcast by vishwad and nakhil here we discuss the weekly news review books and look at the world from a different lens our mission is to provide a platform to explore different ideas and perspectives from around the world and allow our listeners to develop a deeper understanding so first most important news manchester united are carabao cup champions of the world carabao cup champions of the world <laughs> so after a five and a five and three quarter years let's just call it six 2017 now 2023 we look Manchester United looks like a very efficiently oiled machine which is being run by the manager as we spoke in our last episode about how important the manager can be to a strategy for a club for a company for a business so for all you non football fans in some science news the james webb telescope spots super old massive galaxies that shouldn't exist according to the university of colorado at boulder where In a new study, a team of international astrophysicists have discovered several mysterious objects hiding in images from the James Webb telescope. Six potential galaxies that emerged so early in the universe's history and are so massive that should not be possible under current cosmological theory. I think we should call it cosmological assumptions more than anything. As time goes on and more and more our technology develops and the more information that we can find all of these theories are going to you know we are going to blow past them just like earth was the center of the universe and then sun was the center of the universe and then you know the universe is so huge we are a speck of dust and now we might not even be a speck of dust we might be even smaller than that so i love it yeah dude it's super interesting uh, they say each of these galaxies may have existed at the dawn of the universe So roughly 500 to 700 million years after the big bang which is about 13 billion years ago they're so gigantic that they could tell almost as many stars as the modern day milky way galaxy however this is not the oldest galaxy that scientists have spotted last year another team of scientists spotted four galaxies that coalesced from gas around 350 million years after the big bang So that's about 150 to 350 million years before these galaxies. So for additional information how this has been made possible is that the so the James Webb telescope that was launched early last year is able to capture infrared light that comes from a very distant part of our universe and the thing is as light travels more and more distance its wavelength changes because of a change in wavelength it goes out of the visible spectrum so if you put light on a scale of you know 0 to x there is only a very limited part in the middle that we can see outside that there are things like x rays and infrared and different 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 spectrums of light or we can call them different types of light which have different wavelengths that separate each type so finally we have something that can get infrared light from afar and this is how we are able to discover more and more data and the more time the telescope will have exposure to different parts of the universe the more data we will be able to collect and get more and more information on the universe moving on to the next topic there has been research that supposes that lithium air batteries would offer much longer driving range compared with lithium ion batteries you know we touch on batteries almost every episode now i don't even know which one i should point to but their importance 
in EV planes, their importance in our daily lives and their importance in the future that we look at, where we have like a lot of EVs on the road and energy storage becomes very important. The more scientific discoveries we have on the battery front, the better. The researchers at the Illinois Institute of Technology and the U.S. Department of Energy's Argonne National Laboratory have been working for over a decade to develop a lithium battery that makes use of oxygen in the air. So the lithium air battery has the highest projected density of any battery technology being considered for the next generation of batteries beyond lithium ion. The Teams lithium air design is the first lithium air battery that has achieved a four electron reaction at room temperature. The capability to run with air avoids the needs for oxygen tanks to operate, which was a problem with earlier designs. So the team lead makes this statement. With further development, we expect our new design for the lithium air battery to reach a record energy density of 1200 watts per kilogram. This is nearly four times better than lithium-ion batteries. A 41-year-old record in women's track and field was smashed by a young Dutch runner. Her name's Femke Boll. She completed the 400-meter sprint in 49.26 seconds at the Dutch Indoor Championships in Appledorn, beating of the previous record of 49.59 seconds that was set in 1982. She also set a world record for the best indoor 500 meters of a time of 1 minute 5 seconds, 0.63, in Boston in her first race of the season. Uh, Femke is the winner of the bronze medal in the 400 meter hurdles during the last Summer Olympics. I love human capacity, you know, because humans just keep outdoing ourselves. And every time you think this is the limit, this is the absolute max, or there isn't Nobody's ever going to be faster than this. Nobody's ever going to be jumping higher than this. Nobody's ever going to be swimming faster than this. There's always a new record. And right now, all the records are like within our lifespan, which is amazing. Most of them are held by Usain Bolt or, or by Michael Phelps, which is just madness. So it's very interesting when you see these records and when we talk about human capacity and we see nationalities. In running, you'll often see people from parts of Africa like Kenya, etc. Because... They say the way evolution has taken place, these people have relatively shorter bodies and longer legs into when it comes to ratios. Whereas for swimming, they say the athletes from the US and like Michael Phelps have a much you know larger upper body section which allows them to glide through the water faster. It's just the way different species of us have evolved. Like Jamaica again is one of those where the bodies of people have evolved better for running. And you know, there's often this theory that some person will put out on the internet, you know, let's let's get all the steroids out there and have a steroid-fueled Olympics and see actually how far can we jump and how fast can we run. That is a very, very interesting argument to be made. And to actually test capacities, let's go all out. I don't know how ethical it is by the current ethical standards where, you know, ethics are held in a very high regard compared to the limitations. But it's another way to view the whole competition. Yeah, it's saying embrace the chaos and let's see how far the chaos can take us. You know, maybe just make a whole new sport segment out of it. Yeah, this is not the traditional sport. <laughs> For example, how they're doing in Formula E. Formula E is basically Formula 1, but completely electric. And it has some Super Mario Kart elements to it, where you can run over certain strips and you get like a speed boost for 5 seconds. It's crazy because you can achieve all of this in the electrical realm. They made a completely new sport out of it 
and they called it Formula E and now they are running races. I have a friend in Ferrari, we might get him in sometimes to talk about Formula E and what the future holds in Formula 1 and in Formula E and what is Ferrari doing about it, if he's open to talking about it. So that could be very interesting. Talking about racing and talking about human limitations, there's this husband and wife and they're traveling around the world and they have planned to travel all around the world with their dog. And they're going to be traveling on a bike. So if you see them racing past you sometime close by, don't be very surprised because we have told you about it now. The dog is wearing goggles and looking super cool about it. So yeah, check it out. It, the dog is called Moxie. He's a German shepherd. And the couple is named Jess Stone and her husband Greg. That's what I have for you. Talking about Germans. The German Center for Infection Research has successfully cured an HIV infection after stem cell transplant. This patient is now the third person in the world to be completely cured of the HIV virus by stem cell transplant. He's referred to as the Dusseldorf patient. He's a 53-year-old man. He was treated at the University Hospital of Dusseldorf and received a stem cell transplant due to blood cancer. I think stem cell discussion in medicine has been as old as time. So anything that does start working, I think, who knows where it goes. But we might just be at the very, very early stages of such a solution. This treatment has happened over a very, very long time. 10 years after the initial transplantation and 4 years after the end of anti-HIV therapy, the Dusseldorf patient could be declared completely cured by the International Research Consortium. So talking about places in Europe, a research group from VTG Technical Research Center of Finland has unlocked the secrets behind the extraordinary mechanical properties and ultra-light weight of certain fungi. The complex architectural design of mushrooms could be mimicked and used to create new materials to replace plastics. In a very similar research, I saw one like a couple of years back where they were making coffins by using mushrooms. You know, they were growing coffins using mushrooms. And coffins have been a big polluting agent because coffins are layered with a particular kind of polish and that polish doesn't dissolve into the soil very well. Because of that, it causes a lot of uh, soil pollution and it makes the land infertile for the future. So plastics are another very interesting zone for mushrooms to go into. Yeah, man, I think that's a very, very good way of making things more biodegradable. Speaking of betterment of the environment, the annual Western Monarch Butterfly Count to measure the population of overwintering butterflies shared some lovely news. For the second year in, the, in a row, their count is up. They were at a low of 2,000 individuals counted in 2020, which then in 2022 led to a number about, of about 250,000 and this year that number is at 335,479 which is back into what was considered normal between 2000 and 2017. That's great news for the environment and great news for monarch butterfly lovers and enthusiasts out there. Butterflies just disappeared overnight, didn't they? Like when we were younger, there were so many butterflies even in our backyard that now when you go to India, you barely see any. If you see any, it's a moth. And then you are just scared and you run away. <laughs> yeah, man. It's just something that always brings a smile to your face when you hear about butterflies. So, on to some somber news. Israel and Palestine were at it again. 
Palestinian fighters launched several rockets from their coastal enclaves after Israel raided the West Bank city of Nablus, which killed 11 Palestinians. Israel has since bombed the Gaza Strip. Israel reported that its air defense system intercepted five of the rockets that the Palestinians fired at them, while the sixth fell in an uninhabited area. No Palestinian group has yet claimed responsibility for Thursday's rocket fire. The Nablus raid was one of the deadliest Israeli operations in the occupied West Bank since the Second Intifada, or the Palestine Uprising, of 2000-2005. The death toll on Wednesday surpassed that of an Israel attack last month in the city of Jenin, further north. So, in addition to the 11 who died, at least 100 others were wounded. 82 of them were hit by live ammunition, according to the Palestinian Health Ministry. Ukraine on Friday marked one year since Russia launched its attack, ending decades of relative stability in Europe. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky said the invasion was the hardest day of our modern history. And let's see where it goes from here. Our thoughts and prayers are definitely with all those affected. I think world peace is a pipe dream, but as time has gone by, there have been lesser and lesser conflicts around the world. This has been a very recent one and the most prominent one in my memory, especially during my lifetime. Let's hope the future is better than what it is now. Let's hope the trend continues downwards in terms of conflicts and we build a better world in the future than it is now as we have been edging towards a better world from the past to now. So I think that about wraps us up for the week. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for joining us. We hope to continue to bring you some interesting news from around the world and keep you informed and keep you entertained and hope to see you again next time. Thank you.